Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stu's Days. And unfortunately, Stu Kedwell, who is normally our guest on Stu's Days, uh, is not available this week. So you go, wow, maybe you can't do Stu's Days, but I have a giant Rolodex, or I guess contact list in the digital world, of really smart Stu's that I know. So today I'm joined by Stu Morrow, who is the VP and Head of Investments at RBC Phillips Hager and North Investment Council. Stu, welcome to Stu's Days. Make Dave, it's uh, great to be here on Stu's Days. It'll be hard to fill in those shoes, the other Stu, but I'll do my best. And and don't worry, if, you, if you're if you great, we we can replace Kedwell. So <laughs> uh, you uh, your, your role is really to help uh, the investment counselors at RBC Phillips Hager and North Investment Council uh, build the right portfolios uh, for what are generally high net worth individuals. Uh, can, can you talk about how, how how that's worked out through the uh, through the pandemic and sort of w- what you're you're talking to advisors about in terms of positioning portfolios uh, with with where we are right now uh, in in the global economy? So at RBC PHN Investment Council. Um, the investment counselors uh, select uh, their, their, their products from our product shelf. So we have uh, quite a robust product shelf that's uh, set by the RBC PHN Investment Council Investment Committee, uh, which I'm a part of. So I'm a part of the process which uh, is set on a firm-wide basis. And what we're able to do there is select sort of the, the best of the best of, of RBC GAM and also offer... Uh, third-party sub-advisors where there's a particular strategy or a style that perhaps uh, isn't isn't as developed at GAM. Uh, so we, we look to an external provider. And so throughout the crisis, we've actually been uh, quite consistent with our message, uh, which is always a long-term measured approach. Uh, always have time in the market, not timing the market. Uh, we've continued to stress diversification of the portfolio. So that means diversification not across just the asset mix, uh, but also across styles uh, and regions. So stressing uh, opportunities that we've seen is taking tactical calls from Dan and and the team at GAM uh, throughout uh, Europe and emerging markets, as well as high yield bonds uh, on the fixed income side. So we've been fairly consistent. I don't think we've changed our message. We've tried to ensure that clients Stay the course, uh, which is you know is worked out, I guess, through through the March lows. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know as, as we as we've talked about on uh, on this podcast several times, uh, really important for investors to uh, to to put the emotions aside, to not panic in these types of circumstances, stay very rational, and as you say, consistent uh, in their approach. Now, I, I know you've got a, a ton of background as an analyst. And one of the things that we've, we've been talking about with, uh, with several of the guests is the limitations of the, of the Canadian market and, uh, in, in, in the portfolios that, uh, that, that you're, you're working with, uh, with the, the counselors, uh, are, are you, are you seeing a little bit of a, a reduction in the exposure to Canada due to the, uh, the, the limitations of the market? And, and is that something that Canadians should be thinking about just in general, in your, your opinion? Yeah, no, it's great. It, it, it's, it's, of course, top of mind. Uh, we, we've always stressed diversification beyond the Canadian borders and taken uh, cues from, you know, other, other research platforms as well to say, well, you know, there is a home country bias in most Canadian portfolios. Uh, high net worth investors are, are no different in that respect. So, 
I've certainly been stressing the case for uh, increasing exposure towards uh, emerging markets, uh, towards different asset classes as well. So, you know, one of the one of the benefits on our platform is we have access to uh, a multitude of alternative uh, investment vehicles as well. So, uh, not only um, liquid alternatives, but uh, less liquid alternatives. Uh, access to private markets, which provides yet another layer of diversification to public equities and and public public fixed income markets as well. So, um, but definitely stressing the, glo the the global approach is how we think about portfolio construction uh, at RBC PHN Investment Council, uh, especially for the long term uh, growth opportunities that that we see in those markets as well. That's uh, that's fantastic, and and we uh, just uh, just so uh, for listeners. Uh, talking about alternatives, we had Michael Kidd on last week. Uh, you might want to check in on that. He talks about uh, real estate in this particular podcast. But we're going to have him on future uh, future episodes where we will uh, where we'll delve into uh, deeper into some of the uh, the other alternatives. Stu, great job uh, filling in here on Tuesdays. I'm sure we'll get you back again. And it's uh, I, I'm sure the uh, the, the councillors at uh, at Philip Sager and North are really happy to have you on board. So. Uh, it's, uh, it's great following your work and, and thanks for your time. Yeah, no, thanks for being here and uh, having me here. And uh, definitely, if, uh, if you want me back at any time when Stu's on vacation or otherwise, uh, happy, to, happy to try to fill in for him. It's great. Excellent. Thank you.